Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast, episode 120. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we are answering a couple of listener questions and talking about how to take a break. Before we begin, I want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free demo of their new 4.0 version of the curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Before we get started with the show, we're going to tell you about two products that you should grab for Christmas that will encourage both you and your husband. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. You can get your you dad daily calendar for your husband. Uh, it's uh, 10% off if you use a special code. Uh, we had one for Magenta Monday, I always call it, uh, Cyber Monday. Um, but that's about to run out. So if you, actually it is over. Uh, <laughs> but if you'd like to uh, get 10% off, you still can, only because you listen to our podcast. And I know 10% doesn't sound like a ton. In fact, uh, you know, if you were like in the real world, you go 10%, that's not off. I want it. 90% off. Um, but that's just about all we can handle. So that's about as good as you're going to get ever on our website. Um, but you can use the special code just for you. I'm going to whisper to you. TSH, which is the Smiling Homeschooler pod. So TSH pod. And that will get you 10% off. Put that in, in at your, when you're at the code at the checkout. Also... Uh, if you haven't gotten one of your these uh, Smiling Homeschooler desk calendars, um, we have some of these still available. This is an amazing tool. Um, if you just need that daily uh, encouragement, some of the comments are funny. Some of there's cartoons. There are uh, Bible verses that have been kind of adapted to be more homeschoolish. Um, there are quotes, um, just encouragement every single day. Um, and it makes a great uh, addition to your desktop um, to encourage you in homeschooling. So you can get that 10% off as well. I uh, won't sell any cheaper than that, um, but just use that T-O-S-P-O-D. So T-S-H-P-O-D at the, when you check out. So there you go. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to The Smiling Homeschooler. We're glad you joined us uh, tonight. We're going to talk about some uh, fun stuff. We're going to be talking about taking a break, and we're going to take some questions that some moms have left. Um, I'm always encouraged by your questions because they're real. You know, they're, I can just I can sense the uh, wanting to get it right. And I, there's not a mom listening out or uh, there's not a homeschooling mom out there who doesn't want to get it right. But there's just so many pressures uh, on yourselves. And, uh, again, that's the purpose of this whole, uh, smiling homeschooler thing. We just want you to smile. Not that we're, we're not trying to be funny to make you smile. We want to, you to believe the truth so that you will smile. But before we get there, a special welcome to our secret guest, uh, Ben. And I, I think you heard this the other day, but we have a special guest who listens on the sly. Um, I don't know how old he is. He's under, uh, 15. And he's my nephew, Tyler Wilson. So Tyler Wilson, also known as Ty, uh, he's not even homeschooled. And we just heard that he listens to this show. So Ty, thanks for listening. I didn't know if you wanted to say Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know. I was expecting you to be like, and here he is or something like that. No, so. <laughs> we could get him on the show and, and ask him, yeah. what is up? Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah, that's are awesome. you? <laughs> uh, it must be hard up for some entertainment, but we appreciate exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which, um, yeah. But. Nope, so, go ahead. Anyway, okay. But I was just going to ask you, uh, now I'm, I know what you did for, for Thanksgiving, but, uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving, Ben? 
Yep, we did. We had uh, uh, we hung out with all of the family uh, and enjoyed being together, just as uh, pretty much every other Thanksgiving. So uh, it was great, and uh, we did a, a nacho bar for dinner. Uh, we did normal with my Rissa's parents and uh, my brother and sister in law, and then uh, had a, we basically took a cover the table in a plastic you know uh, tablecloth. Put a bunch of chips and cheese and meat and stuff all over it, and then everyone argued and ate, and it was fun. You know, we had a ton <laughs> left awesome. over, but it was it was it, it was, was awesome. n- something new, uh, and I've never done it before. We so had a full highly weekend. recommend it. Yeah, we had a full weekend, uh, and then the next day uh, they did some shopping, and we went to see the Crudes too. Uh, this will be like our not movie review segment. What? How would you? Highlight, yeah, literally every person I've talked about, I'm just like it is insane not like insanely good like literally you would say someone who was insane wrote it like it's just every joke they thought of they stuck in there there it was fun at first and i i, I mean it was funny overall i mean i laughed but I anyone who has laughing. any refined sense of humor will not laugh at all <laughs> yes uh my wife ben's mom if you enjoy hallmark channel you will hate it <laughs> yeah so but if you got a, a man in your family, like your husband, he might like it. So that it was, was too. bizarre. That is literally, uh, yeah. I don't know. It might be a good wait until it comes on HBO Max or whatever the one that, you know, whatever right, it right, uh, right. comes out on. But it was fun but we, still. But we got our Christmas tree then on uh, Saturday, which was a day earlier than we normally get it. So that was fun. Uh, every year we cut it down. Now, Ben is kind of, he's he's a good husband because his wife is allergic to trees uh at least christmas trees she says and uh, so well i've got a, a like a question you you maybe you would know this but uh yeah uh abby said oh man i was hoping it would be good meaning crudes we love the first one i we love the first one too the second was just a lot different so it was not yeah. heartwarming not yeah. heartwarming like the i mean i get choked up it was on just the first silly cruise. yeah when I he mean, gets when he's you know totally. doing everything for his family at the end you know and i i just get this lump in my throat thinking this is what dads do yeah, yeah we give up ourselves but you don't get any lump no. in your throat <laughs> and crude too. it's just silly uh kind of like honestly despicable me one you know has some really good moments like with the kids and grew and everything and then the other ones just get just weird because they just they you. used up that initial bit but Anyways, uh, Christmas tree. Oh, so Harissa's dad was saying, is there something to this that there's apparently, I don't know if you'd actually call them this, female and male pine trees. Some have seeds, but then other ones don't. And like some have pine cones? Yeah, and, some, and some wouldn't. So he said, I wonder if you got one that was the whatever one, you know, maybe that would be less allergic you know if she's allergic to the actual seed or something i, I like don't that. think there's a difference but we will i will he look looked it up that. and he saw that there were two different kinds like you know because one mm. i don't know I, I i was surprised but uh you know obviously some don't because you know interesting that's interesting i was well, wondering we'll if maybe to, one would be worse than another one you know but. we'll have to look we'll have to look into that um but uh you know speaking of the crews and other movies we've already watched uh, a couple christmas shows uh, we watched uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the original, last night, so that was fun. Um, and I know, Ben, you watched Arthur Christmas. Yeah, last uh, night. Last night, was that last night? Did the kids like it? 
Yeah, I mean, they were a little bit, you know, all over the place, but I mean, the parts they watched, they enjoyed. <laughs> I like that one. I like the voice yeah. actor does it. And uh, we watched yeah. part of Santa Claus 2 tonight, uh, which I like. Oh, yeah. That one's pretty good. And mm-hmm. so uh, Santa Claus 1 we watched on thir- Sunday night. So we're making so our So what way are your, like, absolute, you have to get him in or Christmas or will be ruined as we know um, it? Let's see here. White Christmas is always. Yeah. That one we watch on Christmas Eve now. Me and my wife uh, love White Christmas uh, I would say Polar Express. Uh, there is the old Christmas Carol, the musical, uh, which mm, a lot of people Scrooge have not watched, or Scrooge. It's called, it's called Scrooge. Love yeah. that one. And probably uh, Home Alone 1 and 2 and The Grinch yeah. live action. So that's all I have yeah, to I would, I mean, I would, I would say those. And, uh, and you know, I'm kind classics. of a purist. So, so I like, yeah, the old classics too, like Rudolph and Frosty and – um, I really like. I know you probably could care less, but the Waltons Homecoming. I've never. Uh, that's never always that a. Hardly. I know, but I always have fond memories of it. It's not super Christmassy, but if you're a Waltons person, it's got a good feeling. Uh, the other night, uh, yesterday we watched or evening we watched uh, the Little House on the Prairie uh, Christmas special, uh, where like everybody messes up their presents. Remember, like. Laura sells her horse and Paul makes his saddle for the horse. The, what do they call that? What's that old story called? The, the uh, uh, shoot. The I ma- just watched gift it. of the Magi. Yeah, Gift, gift of the of Magi. Magi. That's basically a yeah. recreation of that. We watched that on Mickey's yeah. Once Upon a Christmas. They do that as well. Oh, they do? There's, honestly, there's like, it'd be easier to list the ones that are not every year ones than the ones that are because it's just all of them I pretty much have to, you know, all the old Rudolph and everything else. Uh there's yeah. just there's so many good ones um uh and i think i've got a list uh over our website that if you're i mean it's pretty inclusive it has not like includes all you know weird things <laughs> yeah. but it, it it has just about everything i mean because i'm a christmas carol uh person so i've seen every or owned every uh version of it um except you know i'm just having a little trouble with this uh it's on disney plus the jim carrey animated version i turned it on the other night and i could only get through about 10 minutes before i was yeah. just too freaked out i just can't it's a little hard to watch have you so. watched uh the one with patrick stewart in it yeah i don't like that one rissa's you like that one i haven't seen it yet but rissa's mom also her favorite one's that old old one what's the old one with yeah. uh uh famous guy or not famous. it's not oh that's not real that was 1980 which one no that one's not it. it but no an older one her oh, favorite one is because she loves all of them. That's her favorite. Uh, uh, well, it's not Alistair. It's uh, not or Albert Finney. It's not that either. It's uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't There's an old one that you know what it is, but that uh, she loves the original. Uh, I think Christmas Carol. That's her favorite. She huh. says, and she's pretty much an expert. She she's obsessed. So <laughs> um, that's obsession is good when it comes to Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Hey, but we better do some other stuff. All right. Um, why don't we? Uh, answer a few quick questions from some uh listeners uh and then we'll talk about uh you know the science behind yeah skipping school. oh and michelle said muppets christmas carol that's a classic for that's sure. a classic that's a great one we watch um, that every year. all right so tammy said uh i have a sixth and an eighth grader and a three-year-old who work independently a lot of the day i check their work and assist slash teach as needed am i doing enough so a nice short question and a nice short answer. Yes, you're doing enough. Okay, next question. Yeah. No, uh, Tammy, you're doing plenty, you know, and even in, by the time they're like that, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade and above, 
they're going to do a lot of independent work. Uh, you know, my wife will just kind of, like you said, check in and if they have a question, you know, maybe like that sixth, seventh, eighth grader might have some questions as they get a little older, they won't even have any questions, but you might want to check in, just make sure they're still doing it because, uh, all parents are always surprised that their sweet little children will like lie through their teeth, um, and not do their homework or not do their schoolwork when, you know, and make up some kind of a lame excuse, like I couldn't find my book or I couldn't, you know, find my pencil or, uh, I forgot that we were doing that. Um, so you're doing plenty. You're, you're giving them a great education at home, you know, and cause they're still home. And, you know, when you get to that age, even in, in regular school, uh, you real, really, they, they don't need nearly as much instruction. Totally. I mean, that was pretty, not necessarily, I don't, at the time when we were that young, there wasn't as easy to do the independent learning. Cause I mean, that would have been 20 years ago. So, I mean, you know, that wasn't as much of an option, but later on for sure. And now mom does that a lot. And I mean, uh, we're great. And obviously if you're, I think prioritizing those relationships, then the actual <laughs> amount of time you spend teaching them math is not the part that they're going to be like, Oh, that was why I had oh, a great yeah. relationship with my mom. It's going to be, you know, she was an awesome teacher and always there. And, you know, you got to, you got to share those experiences with and them. And really so. once they're reading, they can do a lot more on their own. You know, you might even have them do their their Bible time on their own, you know, as they're reading and filling in some blanks or they're doing teaching textbooks. You know, they get in front of their on their tablet and it's doing the teaching for them. Um, so there are not just a lot of helps, but once you get past the basics, um, you've really opened, you know, a lot of a, a lot of opportunities for doing that independent work. Totally. We just want to say again, thank you to Teaching Textbooks. Hopefully you're well aware of who they are by this point, but we really appreciate their support. They make this possible. And the reason that we work with Teaching Textbooks is because they're the math curriculum that helps homeschoolers smile. And we believe in them because we've used them for years and recommended them for years, regardless of the sponsorship or not. Um, but they have a new 4.0 version over on their website that has just launched recently. Uh, is better than ever and it includes new features like um, uh, interactive sketch modes so your child can work out the problems right within the uh, program it has new audio grades uh, grading options search features stickers and it still works on basically any devices an internet browser so your computers or tablets smartphones and everything else um, if you already have 3.0 you'll already automatically get upgraded 4.0 um, but otherwise you should go check out 4.0 over on their website teentextbooks.com for a free trial and a demo and uh, they also have awesome customer support. So if you ever have any questions or anything, you can give them a call as well. So I uh, would definitely encourage you, encourage you to do that because they are awesome and we thank them for their support. Our second question here, which is a good one, uh, this was from Chelsea. Uh, she said, hi, from Bainbridge, Ohio. Um, let's see here. She said, how do you treat your many kids as far as fairness? I had one sibling, so my parents tried to do everything fair and as equal as possible um, as much as they could. And I think they felt guilty when they couldn't or things happened differently for each of us as we were four years apart. My husband and I have six little ones and close in age and with each one added, I have questioned more and more that maybe fair and equal isn't actually so fair and equal because kid, each kid is unique. 
With each kid comes different circumstances. How do you give all your kids your time and attention in a way that is good for each of them, perhaps individually, but sustainable, so it's not a total headache to try to do without being totally exhausted? So the general question of uh, fairness between siblings and your... You know, that that's a, that's a great question. And, uh, and I hear that a lot from uh, parents who, you know, have more than just maybe a couple of kids. Um, because I think we've kind of been uh, taught or maybe uh, guilted into believing that to give special attention to all our kids all the time. You know, so we'll do a daddy daughter day or a daddy child date every Thursday. We'll go out with one of our kids or, uh, or you have to spend 10 minutes a day with each of your children individually. You know, that works out pretty good when you just have a couple of kids, but the more children you have, um, it's almost impossible. It will leave you running ragged if you can do it. Uh, and usually make you feel like you failed when you can't. Um, so I think Chelsea that, you know what, really what I want for my kids, I want them to feel like they're, that they're a part of something big, that family is the unit that they want to find their joy in, not just their individual time. Because uh, I, I'm going to guess, you know, people, Ben, who really cannot seem to get enough of their own time. You know, they're, they're like married or they're either husband or mother, and they're constantly looking for their own time. You know, like, well, I need time by myself. That's not wrong. Um, but what I want my kids to know is that their joy comes from being with family. Um, really, I don't, I rarely feel like I need to escape my family. I don't have friends outside that I'm like, I really need some friend time. Again, that's not wrong. Uh, but I want my kids to grow up thinking that the unit that they want to find their, their more, most joy in is that unit of togetherness. So, you know, while I may, I try um, to give individual time when the, when it arises naturally. Um, and yeah, I could be a little more intentional. Um, I, I just don't, I don't worry about it. I just am like, well, you know, Hey, we're going to go to the store. This kid's coming with me. I don't check it off my list and think, okay, I got one in now for this kid. I got to make sure I get all the other kids in. Um, I'm just looking for those opportunities. And maybe if you have a kid that you kind of feel like gets overlooked, maybe you try a little harder. Um, <coughs> you know, um, I know some dads and some great dads who, uh, they work in a, you know, office setting and they're gone all the time. And so every Saturday they take a different kid out. I think that's amazing. I work out of home and with my kids all the time. So I don't really need to do that, but occasionally, um, we'll maybe do something special, uh, one-on-one, -on -one, or I even take advantage of naturally, you know, I go speak somewhere. Um, and so I'll take one of the kids with me, um, whether they want to go or not. And uh, usually those are good, good things. But I would not worry about being fair and equal in anything. You know, you just can't be. Um, because if you start playing that game, you have to die by that game. You know, the kids start doing that as well. Um, and they keep track. So I just wouldn't start that even in in Christmas presents, my wife is, you know, she's trying to like, she wants to be fair, but she knows she, it's not about an amount of money because some gifts are just more expensive and this kid gets more spent on this this year. Like this year, we're, I don't even think we're hardly spending anything on Ben. Uh, so it's fine. That's and, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, he tells himself that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just a, 
you just want to love your kids and there's plenty to go around. And maybe then we make those, those natural, um, take those natural circumstances to give them maybe just a little bit extra. And may, maybe you can speak from firsthand experience, Ben, cause you were one of eight children. I mean, as an oldest, I would say, obviously the fair thing is the oldest, you know, pretty much gets it all and can dictate for the rest of the children. But well, that uh, is true. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, that is one thing that I think is, is don't project onto your kids. If they're not thinking that, you know, if you can get a sense that they aren't worried about it, like for example, you know, Hudson gets nothing compared to Renly, you know, Renly is always gets the best of everything, you know, and she'll give him nothing or whatever. Um, but he doesn't care. So, you know, does it really matter unless he's bitter about it or bothered, you know, if it bothers him, then obviously. Um, but I, I think I, I didn't really think about it a ton growing up, like, Oh, dad spends more time with Sam than he does me or whatever, you know, like I, I don't, maybe that's because I did get a lot of time. Right, uh, that right. could be why, Probably. but, um, but you know, and I, really that's not even, I mean, like when you talk about Renly and Hudson, it's really better to be a servant of all, you mm -hmm. know, than to be the one who gets it all, uh, you know, and I know again, because firstborns, that's, I was the firstborn that does naturally happen. Um, but that's not a bad thing not to get overlooked. Cause I, I don't want to have my kids feel overlooked. No. Yeah, for um, sure. And sometimes some it's of the easy younger to ones have felt yeah. more that way. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was thinking is, that's something that like, you know, when people say like, oh, I just want my kids to be friends. And like, you know, later on, like, you know, you want that like as big family to enjoy that. And that's what I was just thinking after Thanksgiving. I'm like, man, we need to have a big family because like this is just so awesome, like everyone together and everything. Um, and I was thinking like the thing that I think does it is we just did stuff together. Like we didn't always have friends around. We didn't always go off and do things with friends like we just learn to interact as with each other because of homeschooling, I think. And we all just kind of knew how to interact with each other, you know? So it wasn't like, you know, who are you or why would I hang out with you when I could go hang out with my friends, you know? Um, and obviously we still had friends, but there was just that there's no problem in just hanging out as a group. And obviously in school, you know, or in high school age and younger, like we may not have valued that or even wanted that. But now that we're older, that will really pay is pay dividends, I think. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you're really just focusing on, as Ed said, I think the family as a whole, um, I think that's that's really big. I mean, obviously, you know, if there's something where the one kid always gets new shoes and the other one doesn't, you know, I mean, that can be stuff you can work on like, oh, you know, that does bother him. Let's get him a new pair of shoes or whatever, you yeah. know, that, or I whatever. Agree. I agree. But, um, you know, I don't think it's, it's a huge deal unless there's <laughs> clearly something like, you know, Totally. And I think I've heard of more of it if it's been like there's one that has like something special, maybe special needs or something like that, where the other ones can feel kind of forgotten or whatever. Um, but I don't we didn't really have that situation. So but I know people have talked about that. But um, yeah. again, I think intentionality is can be tough, but, you know, may have to be there. So, Chelsea, I think you're thinking along the right terms, you know, that that, you know, everybody's special, um, but it's not fair. Uh, all the time because right. uh, it's 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 just too impossible to do that when you have more when you have six kids like you do well hey we're gonna uh move into kind of uh, our next uh line of thinking here is as you know during this whole month of december you're gonna hear me say a lot you know take a break or do fun things or not do school and every year i get 
moms who will write, uh, usually in, in Facebook, you know, in the comments, well, you have to do school, you know, you can't, you're, you can't just encourage us to, to quit school all the time, you need to encourage us to keep fighting through to make sure we do it. Um, you know, and, and so this seems like one of those topics that, whoa, about jerk my ears off there. Um, this seems like one of those topics that uh, always elicits a, a um, strong response both ways. Because I'll hear lots of moms say, oh, I just needed you so much to say it was okay to take the afternoon off. Because even as I was, I thought it was so interesting because even on uh, Wednesday, uh, I made a post on Facebook about, you know, close the books and close the books and close the books and get go have some fun, close the books. And there were still about three or four moms who said, well, we're going to do a little more this afternoon and then we're going to close the books. As though they couldn't do it. And so uh, I got a letter uh, today, I think it came, or an email today. And this is by Brittany White. And I just thought it was so good. Um, she, she said, hey, Todd, your message is starting to sh sink in, basically. Um, this is a, this was in our, I wrote this for our December newsletter to their homeschool group in uh, North Carolina. They call it, she called it the high country. Um, so she wrote, um, hope you're all having a good end of the calendar year. During this month, I encourage you to ease up on homeschooling and use your days to relax and enjoy your family. I've been having one of those flexible years. This fall, my precious father has always been very strong, was diagnosed with the most, the most aggressive type of brain cancer. I'm so thankful for the blessing of homeschooling that I can take a break and spend time with him and my mother. We won't get these years back. And instead of spending these months in bondage to a curriculum, I will spend time with my loved ones. And you know what? The children will be learning lessons more valuable than any school could teach them. There will be opportunities to serve, opportunities to comfort, and opportunities to trust the Lord. We'll still do our math and have our read aloud time, and the children will be able to work on things independently. There's that word again. But this will all fit in and around the important life events. We'll flex to fit whatever God has for us. I hope that you're having a good uh, end of the year year. Know that you're making an investment in your children that will bless them for the rest of their lives. I would like to encourage you to have a little fun this month with your family. Send it around the table and make a list of some holiday activities. And then instead of checking off math lessons and spelling quizzes, do some of those things. Your children and you might just blow off some steam and create some memories. And then she closed with this. I thought it was so fun. She said, now feel free to close up your books for the day and go get a go get peppermint milkshakes from Chick-fil-A. Like your children, they're only here for a limited time. And then she signed off. And that was Brittany White again uh, from North Carolina. Um, but nice. I thought Brittany is right on, you know, especially that, that peppermint milkshake thing, you know, like your children, they're only here for a limited time. And so I'm going to encourage you to take those breaks. Um, I mean... We're 2020 has been a, a perfect example of how easy the establishment that always said, oh, we have to be have this many days and we have to do it for this long. And they have changed all those rules and they've said, hey, we've done enough. Let's stop. I mean, college is already closed for the whole year now. Um, you know, they've already taken Thanksgiving and they're going all the way through Christmas and they're just taking a break, not because all the kids have learned as much as they need to learn or because you know they've reduced the load it's just because they decided it and so you know i'm going to encourage you 
to do what Brittany encouraged those other moms in North Carolina, those high, high country uh, homeschoolers, and that's to take breaks. Um, you don't have to take the whole month off, but if you want to, go ahead. Um, you know, your kids are going to learn plenty. They won't miss it one iota. Um, and you don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to make it up. You don't have to, you know, and if you have to cover a certain amount of days, which of course that doesn't even matter anymore, um, go ahead and write it down as a day you covered because your kids are still learning things. Don't, you know, don't just turn them free to play video games and watch television all day. That's not, that, that's not a good alternative. Um, could they watch Christmas movies as a family? Yes. Could they, you know, but don't just let them veg. Um, but then you can get things done too. Um, you know, like those teacher wellness days, you know, you can take a teacher wellness month because you have a lot of stuff to get done and that's okay to get it done. Um, so I don't know what the big deal is for all you overdoing it moms who get so uptight about missing not a week, not even three weeks, but an afternoon. Um, and you feel like, oh, we got to, you just got to put that aside. You, you cannot feel that way. You've got to make yourself not feel that way. No, and know the truth that your kids are getting enough. Got any comments on that, Ben? Well, I just thought, so my cousin works for a company, Salesforce, and they have unlimited vacation technically. But uh, these companies that have, you know, offer unlimited vacation, it's been found that people actually take less vacation than if they're given like three weeks of vacation a year mm. because they don't feel like, you know, they can. They and should. I feel like I don't I mean, I don't know what it is, but, it you know, you're not on the school's, you know, <laughs> schedule. And they've obviously have a crazy schedule because of covid. Um, but people are almost their worst enemies in terms of, you know, just so disciplined in this for a lot of people. Um, so I feel bad, you know, but <laughs> maybe you need to just literally schedule it in ahead of time and make yourself do it, you know, because like, even if you do, mm. don't want to, because I mean, you need that freedom to be able to, uh, be able to do that because you are able to make those decisions. You are the school board for your school. So, you know, make those calls. But I mean, I, I know it can be tough, um, to feel like you have that freedom, but you get, you know, and Brittany was, Brittany was right in saying that, you know, uh, she has a sick father, uh, man, you just can't get those years back. And those are such powerful teaching years for your kids. And, irreplaceable years for yourself. And really this whole whole childhood is the very same. I know that uh, Renly and Hudson came over to our house today, uh, this morning. And uh, and I saw, I just thought it was so cool because I went upstairs to where uh, my wife does school with the kids and their math books were open. There was a pencil there and it looked like, you know, they were just snatched out of their seats because I know they were doing school. There came a knock at the door and we could hear Renly and Hudson coming upstairs and my wife did what was more important. She just let the math lie where it was and she did the important things because that's where my kids learned amazing lessons. And again, mom, those aren't just cute things to say. That is the truth. I heard this past week on the radio, they were talking to a interviewing on um, just radio. Uh, they weren't homeschoolers. They were just, well, they kind of were. They were distance learning and they were talking to this mom and daughter uh and it was obviously i mean the girl was i think she was 15 she was she was public schooled her whole life 
and they said, how's it going? You know, now that you have to do this distance learning at home, she goes, she goes, once I kind of got into it, she goes, oh, and then she kind of like, you know, brushed off. She said the school part, oh, it's so easy. I just get it done real early and then I'm done for the whole day. And then she's talked about how she could do things that she wanted to do and that she felt healthier emotionally because she was not surrounded by all those kids. But just how easily she flipped aside how how quickly she could be done with school for the day. Um, because it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you can be as well. So anyway. I almost wish that some of the some moms who, you know, are, because we had two right here, Kelly and uh, someone, Abby said, uh, we've always feel like we aren't doing enough. And I'm always worried about not having a full school day is to take if they could like get one of these school, you know, public school lessons and see how involved it actually is, you know, because I think people have in their mind of like, you know, we need to be eight to five, you know, is just nonstop school, which is mind blowing because that is so much more than anyone else is doing out there. Uh, and, and I just like, I don't know the whole idea, like, like you're racing to get it all in before a certain time. It's like, you're never going to be done and you're never going to like, you're never going to teach everything you could ever teach on any topic. So I mean, your goal is just, again, to like help them to learn so they'll keep learning because you always will learn for the rest of your life. Like you're never just going to be like, today I am done with everything related to this for the rest of my life, other than maybe science. I have never touched that again. But, you know, so like it's just like it's this weird like we only have this tiny chance or else they're going to they're just not going to be able to something's going to happen because they're not going to be able to do it. You know, they're not going to be able to complete. They're not going to be finished. I'm not going to, they're not going to go. They're going to walk out the door and get onto their, you know, getting married or moving or for a job or whatever. And they're not going to know how to spell their own name or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's more advanced stuff than that, but it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, well, I think like you said it, Kelly, I mean, you said we always feel like we aren't doing enough. I know you feel that way. I know that most moms feel that way. That is a bold-faced lie that you're believing because the truth is you're doing more than enough. Again, by having your kids home, you are your kids are learning so much. Not just stuff. You know, they're not just learning parts of speech that nobody uses ex- unless you become a public school uh, English teacher, a private school English teacher. You're learning things that they're going to learn use every single day of their life and that is the truth so mom i'm just going to keep here's the deal i'll just keep encouraging you to take breaks i'll keep encouraging you to close the books i'll keep encouraging you to maybe do oh you're muted or something so yeah people are having good comments um so Abby said when when you nope I can't hear you can you hear me? Okay, uh, there you go. I think. No. Yeah, I can hear you a little bit. Abby said when we live in a different state and we had an evaluation each year, we were told that we had to make it three fourths of the way through the textbook in order to have it done enough for that course. What is your advice? I would. I mean, we would say obviously we're not legal experts. <laughs> can you um, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear you. Hold on. I'm gonna get you. Yep, back you're fine. Here. Uh, we're not legal experts go to hslda they do have some but sometimes they even over overdo it in terms of what reality is 
really look at that and see because a lot of times it's you get to decide completion, you know? So can you hear it, me? Yeah, I can hear you kind of. You're, Shake you're, your head, Ben. I can't hear you. You can hear me? Okay, just let me talk. I can't hear you. Uh, you say you can kind of hear me. Well, you know, I understand that. And there are states that will say, oh, you have to do this much. Again, they changed that rule this year because that rule doesn't matter. Um, you know, if you want to cover it, you can skim through it. My wife, like when she does math, talk about three quarters of the textbook, she'll cover a quarter of it in two days if she gets to the end. Because she'll just kind of skim and say, this is all repeating. Because some of those, they do a loop. So they kind of come back to it each you know, every five weeks they come back and they kind of cover those same things. You know, yes, when you get to the end, just say we covered it. Um, that's not being deceitful, that's being honest, you know, uh, but you can cover it at a speed you want to cover because they cover it in the speed they want to cover. Um, so I'm going to close this down because I can't hear anybody anymore. Um, but like I said, I'll just keep encouraging you to do the important stuff. And so, you know, be patient with me. Don't feel like you have to reel me in. Um, in fact, I'll, I'm gonna encourage you moms, if you feel that need to say, well, we just need to get stuff done. Can I just encourage you not to say that? Because when you put those posts in there, the moms quit listening to me at all. And all they hear is some other mom saying, you're not doing enough. And it causes those doubts to flame up. Um, so, uh, have a great week. Um, we're getting, Ben and I are getting ready to go to Florida for a wedding this weekend. And even though I haven't coughed during this time, I'm a little fearful because I have been coughing a lot. I don't have COVID. I don't have fever. I don't have any of those. I, but I have, I'm a chronic cougher. So I cough a lot all the time anyway. And I'm like scared to death that I'm going to, you know, get thrown off an airplane at 35,000 feet or maybe banished to the luggage compartment. Um, but I'm doing pretty good right now. So. I think I'll be okay. Um, but if you remember to pray for us, I sure would uh, appreciate that. Um, have a great weekend, uh, a great week. Do something Christmassy. Get some of those Christmas movies done. Maybe take a piece of cardboard and write on their Christmas bucket list so you can cover the things that you'd like to get done. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes we'll, we'll say we want to get something done, and because of all the business, busyness, those things just don't ever seem to be accomplished. And they're kind of regrets year after year after year. So uh, do some Christmas stuff. Uh, have a great time with your children tomorrow. Don't forget to smile. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Hopefully you feel the freedom to take more breaks during the school year. And don't forget that your children will always be learning and not just during the organized school time. I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Home Score podcast. Go check out the new demo for version 4.0 over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.